Hello and welcome back to a special episode of Grim Encounters. We are a chill tabletop RPG podcast based in the modern day Chicago land world that dwells in the campy horror side of horror. My name is Nord. I will be your chill master for this evening, even though it's a little different. And the uh, the players I do have with me are... Uh, Anna, um... I play Mavis. I don't know if I'm going to be playing Mavis today, but I do play Mavis. Robert and I, I play Wesley Hung. Yeah, um, and we we had a normal session planned, uh, but our dear, lovely Father Frank had some family stuff to do. Uh, so he had to cancel, so we decided to just roll with it. I posted some stuff on our Discord and stuff to get some questions in. Uh, maybe some hot-hitting questions our listeners had to for us, for our characters, for the NPCs, for the show, uh, even the villains. If they wanted to ask questions about that, I was willing to answer them, but none of them asked it. So true. I guess I don't have to divulge anything. Um, <laughs> Jokes on them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, it was also questions just for you guys as people too, if they wanted to know anything. Um, I looked at pretty broad since this was kind of last minute. Uh, normally we save Q&As for the end of a season, but since uh, with the mixture of quarantine going on and everything, it's been kind of hard to nail things down a lot of the time. So I thought we would just do something to, uh, I don't know, hang out because we don't really get to talk to Robert much. So I thought we would, yeah. uh, you know, do something, get something for our lovely spoopies because uh, it's a... Uh, nice to have them in the discord they're always talking about cool stuff so yeah um but yeah so i, I just want to start off with just the saying you know apologizing for not having an episode um because we were excited we all had stuff planned i had terrible things planned for the vampire stuff so that just means i have more time to make more bad things and uh i know mavis i know anna is really excited oh yeah i'm super excited uh-huh because she knows the kind of vampires Austin likes. Yep. And Austin likes vampires that are a lot different than your Twilight variety. So Most oh, vampires shit. most vampires are different than the Twilight variety. I know. Okay? <laughs> but like that is one of the vampires I think of when people talk about vampires just cuz you know, we grew up in that when that was really popular, so I once I'm got... sorry, that's your go-to. That hurts <laughs> my soul so bad. It is. It's my first thing I think of and I hate it. I uh I got kicked out of a sixth grade slumber party once because I wouldn't pick Team Edward or Team Jacob one time. <laughs> I picked, I picked Team Nothing. Um, I got roped into seeing the first movie because my wife had already seen it like twice, and then dragged me a third time. And I'm like, this is this is terrible. This is. I almost walked out, but then I think she would have been a little mad. Yeah. <laughs> like, dad, my, bye. See you at your home. My dad loves the Twilight movies. He like loves them. And then, no, thank you. And then my the second thing I think of with vampires is uh, it's just like this little indie story I read. How was it? It's called like Mortal. I want to say Mortal Dicta or something. It's in one of the boxes. Um, I'll post a picture of it when we unpack it today. Ursa Minor. Like, Ursa Minor. Yeah. Ursa Minor. Yeah. Ursa Minor. Um. It was like, it's like a, a about like a world where like all the 
fiend fantasy creatures are real and stuff, right? Like vampires and all that. And they've been around forever, but they've been like magically concealed or something. I can't remember exactly. It was a super weird premise. But the art is awesome and it's gory and gross and a little over-sexualized just because that's what that company specialized in. But um, besides that, I really liked it. The vampires in that were fucking scary. Yeah, it was unchill. They were like, uh, they like basically convinced the world, convinced America that the werewolves are evil or something in that. Yeah, the lycanthropes. Well, there was more than werewolves. There was, oh, the was werebear. It was yeah. So like the vampires uh, were pretending to be good guys and they were like all the politicians and stuff and they were like terrible. So I take a lot of I take a lot of inspiration from that comic, um, and you and you'll see that in this case and with the Madame and Ty in general, I uh, a lot of her aesthetic I've based off this comic. Um, not necessarily her character exactly, but definitely the way she looks and how things operate. I I like the idea of a vampire hanging out with normal people and then going into a '90s synth club and and then like eating someone. I just I think that's just exciting. Uh, and also Blade. I mean, how can you not think of Blade? I like Underworld. How many times have we brought up Blade on the show at this point? So many times. Probably too many, but that's okay. I, you're telling me there's no way you could bring up Blade too much. <laughs> I like I like Underworld, and I think I brought up Underworld last time. <laughs> Underworld, I don't like it as much as Blade. I've never seen Blade, so... Oh, you... no, that's a lie. I've seen Blade once, and I don't remember it. Oh, you should. You should watch it again. It's yeah, well, it's, it's pretty good. good. <laughs> There's a guy that explodes in one of them. Pretty good. All right. Well, unless you guys want to talk about what you think of vampires, <laughs> uh, we can we can just hop into something. Um, let's let's just start off with a question just to get us just to get us rolling here. Um, let's let's go from uh, Zeller on our uh, Grim Encounters Discord. Uh, which you can join our Discord from the the link in the bio. Um, they said uh, their first question was a really important question to me, um, and I am totally down for this. But it is not up to me; it's up to everyone. But they want to know when we're getting that Rocky Horror Picture Show crossover. I can't sing, but I can try. Who who would be? Uh, of course. Um... Uh, Father Frank would have to be Frank and uh, Frank Inverter. <laughs> I, I don't think we're doing like exact copy of it. I no, mean, I was just thinking like the style, you know. Mm. Yeah, Wesley could be Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I don't. We would have to do something. Um, honestly, for that one, I would, I would, I would. The idea I had was us doing like a flashback, maybe. You know how like we do like the flashback in time with mm. some of our characters. Mm-hmm. And maybe have like, um, I was even thinking of like Mavis's parents, <laughs> um, maybe, or like just creating, like diving into one of the other save teams that was part of the Chicago HQ and just like, just rolling with it. You see, we should do another like thing where we're trapped in a hotel, but instead of being trapped in, <laughs> in oh, the yeah, California, right. in the fucking hotel California, it's, we're trapped. It's in. all musical themed. <laughs> <laughs> We're trapped inside Frank That's a good Burner's idea. That's house. a good idea. I could be Janet. Damn it. <laughs> See, I don't like Rocky Horror Picture Show. What? That's oh. why. 
No. That's why I threw out uh, a little shop of horrors because that's a little more campy. I like that better. That fits our motif a lot yeah, better that for does. sure. Yeah, that's why I said that one. Mm-hmm. Well, see, they're they're both. Uh, I, I mean, I think Rock, Rocky Horror Picture Show I think fits a little bit too, just because it's kind of it's kind of uh, scary at times or whatever. Some of like the uh, like I mean, because like, the characters. Yeah, like what is the one's created from science, right? One of the characters, so like yeah, Rocky is created. Yeah, from it science. has. Uh, um, and then. Meatloaf. I can't remember his <laughs> character's name. Meatloaf was in that movie. He was in that movie. Um, but, but yeah, I, I think we would probably lean more towards the the, you know, the uh, Little Shop of Horrors aesthetic style of musical, um, with more gore and stuff. You know what I mean? Because he like chops people mm-hmm. up in that fucking movie. Um, but I think I think we could take definitely I could take inspiration from both, because like they both have I I they have a, a kind of this a similar feel too in my mm-hmm. head. Um, like they're very different, obviously, but you know when I think of musicals, those are the first two that I'm like these two. Um, well, there's three. It's these two in La La Land. I'm like, oh, these are the, my three favorite right here. Um, I always think about Drowsy Chaperone, but that's because I built the entire set to Drowsy Chaperone because there's only one set in Drowsy Chaperone. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you guys haven't seen that one, that, so, that's a good one. So maybe I already have season two all planned out. Um, so maybe I, I, I'm going to start working on the arc for season three because it kind of fluctuates depending on the choices the PCs make, um, obviously. So, like, if they don't stop that vision, like, that's going to change the whole podcast, right? Right. So <laughs> I, have no, I have no idea if you guys do not stop it. <laughs> I am, like, it's a whole new show. It's just a different show now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um. But like yeah, like I always have, I make like little skeletons all the time, and it changes constantly. And yeah, I'm gonna, I'm honestly, I'll, and I don't know when that'll be because our seasons take forever. It seems sometimes. So, yeah. um, but as long, I mean, it's definitely, in, I'm, I'm definitely been thinking about it. So, we just got to make sure everyone is, you know, cool with it. I mean, you don't have to be good at singing, but you gotta. I mean, we probably have to do like a sing songy voice, right? We gotta like hobo Bump Johnson them. it up. <laughs> <laughs> It kind of worries me, honestly. <laughs> you know, Shane's gonna be probably the best at it. Probably, to be honest, he's also a theater kid. Um, I did crew, so I I was a theater kid, but not that kind of theater kid. Pretty sure he was like on the <laughs> main, like he was one of the stars of the Grease musical in high school. Yeah, I, I want to say he was Danny, hmm. but I could be wrong. Like, I mean, I it's been almost ten years at this point. So your high school did Grease. Yeah, we did. That's how him and his wife met. Well, like fell in love because like, we all grew up with each other but right yeah through the musical i mean i'm pretty sure i mean i could be misquoting that but i'm my senior year we did what the fuck did we do cinderella drazzy chaperone and i think that's it we only yeah we did one play and one musical that's what we did every year um let's see i let's let's go into i want to go into uh before we get into like NPC stuff, I kind of want to go into you guys here, because Zeller had some more questions for you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can start with uh, either West. Do, do you want to go, Mavis, or do you want do you want to uh, Wesley? Wesley can go. That's fine. Wesley can go first. Uh, don't matter to me. Okay, that works. Uh, let's see. Uh, Zeller asks. Zeller asks. They want to know more about uh, Wesley outside of Save, um, because. It's pretty much all they've seen was in Save. So, what is what stuff that Wesley does outside of Save? 
So Wesley, outside of Saved, is very chill. Doesn't really do a whole lot besides his working out. Uh, he does visit his family on occasion when he when he gets the chance. Uh, but yeah, he doesn't do a whole lot. Still watches a bunch of Disney movies because, you know, why wouldn't he if he's got every movie ever? <laughs> and then, yeah, he doesn't really do a whole, whole lot. Uh, works out. Maybe plays, yeah, it just works out mostly. Um, I mean, him and Todd and uh, Dee Dee are always are hanging out if they when they get a chance to hang out together because since they're king now... <laughs> All at the same place. We see each other, but it's like, hey, let's go, let's go hang out. Like, yeah, do yeah. some drinking, have some fun, relive old times. Yeah, and you know, I imagine because uh, we haven't got to really dive into your guys' relationship lately um, with you, with those two uh, guys, especially. Um, I imagine in like the the downtime, like if you guys all three aren't doing anything, I imagine you do spend a, like, you know, you get to spend more time now probably because. You know, they offer everyone places to sleep and eat and stuff. So, like, sometimes it's probably you don't even leave. <laughs> yeah. That, that and D's, like, not missing anymore. And, like... Yeah. That, that... Todd Todd was uh, our introduction to Wesley. He was. Because Todd was kidnapped. Todd was kidnapped. Yeah. And would I, back then, have thought that he would be a main NPC that I would voice almost every episode? I would have laughed in your face. But nah, there's no way. There's no way. I just, <laughs> I just had to bring it up. I was like, well, I mean, there's Todd. No, he's a, he's a good boy who can help out. <laughs> he's a good boy. I know he's abrasive, but he's so nice. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I, I also, I'm also curious. Besides those two, um, NPCs, what other NPCs does uh, Wesley like either hang out with or um, considers like um. More than just like work friends, you know what I mean? Um, he honestly, he probably uh like hangs around uh Father Frank quite a bit, just because he's just like interested in like, hey, what are you doing? Do you need help with anything? I could help you out, you know, just like little good boy. And then I I think he <laughs> and Mavis do hang out every now and then, just kind of like. Just hey, we're chill. friends. Let's yeah, just chill out. You know, watch a movie. Yep, yep. Introduce her to a lot of a lot of movies she probably has never seen, just because probably just because I grew <laughs> up in the fucking woods. She grew up coloring exactly. on bark. Go <laughs> growing up on park and eat bark and eating pine cones. <laughs> <laughs> She's a Neanderthal, <laughs> basically. Um. Cool and uh, you know I I was I've been thinking when they asked that I was thinking like what who who does like Frank hang out with, um and like I know Shane's busy so I didn't bug him, um but you know I was thinking like, you know obviously he would hang out with you guys a lot right I think he would hang out with mm -hmm. Richard quite a bit I I yeah I think it would be like Richard, um and I think the the guy up in the church he hangs out with a lot, uh, his name's the James oh, James. James yeah yeah, well I guess Abraham's back too yeah um what. I, I mean, I would also think he would like hang out in the church a lot, like while we're not doing anything, just kind of talking to people and stuff. Yeah. Yep. Doing his normal thing, his normal or what he's used to doing. I for bet. However long he's been doing it. In in my head, Canon, I always like to imagine him in like at least once a week. Him and Dak sit down and just 
just talk about stuff. <laughs> you know, because like he like made it pretty clear that Dax should be, be able to tell him anything. Um, and I I just like that their relationship a lot. Um, it's very wholesome. Um, but yeah, I imagine, I imagine he's kind of working in, in the church a lot, and I imagine he has a lot more help nowadays though. With you know you with, with Wesley, and then like you know Draz is there, and Abraham, you know two people who are you know strong in faith. So, um. But cool. Uh, what about you, Mavis? What are you doing? What is what is she doing outside? Okay, so usually when she's not at save, she's either at her own house because she she does have a house. Um, well, I mean it's technically her parents' houses. Um, she does hang out there, or she does go camping, hiking, that sort of thing, uh, kind of off the grid sort of stuff. Do you bring people with you when you camp, or not typically? No. No. I have a it's feeling kind of a Wesley solo. has asked her at least once to go camping. I mean, if you if you asked me, I would I would let you go camping with me, but you probably wouldn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little too rugged for him. He's it's like, a whoa, little whoa. too rugged. It's a little bear grills. It's a uh, it's like on the old cartoons when they would like pull a rock out and then lay on it. You know, <laughs> they use a rock as a pillow. <laughs> no, it's not that crazy. She has like a tent and shit. Like it's normal camping. You know, normal camping stuff, tents and shit. Tins and shit. <laughs> well, cool. Uh, then I'll just extend the same question. Um, what uh, any what NPCs do you does Mavis hang out with, if any? Um, so gotta go with my boy Dean. She does hang out with Dean because that's you know they kind of bonded the first week of of hanging outness. It's kind of like a puppy dog. So yeah, it's pretty chill. Um, hang out with Dean. Um. I've been training with Roman a lot, of course. Everybody yeah. ships Mavis and Roman. <laughs> That's I won't so talk funny. about it. <laughs> <laughs> Just let everyone's imagination go wild with it. <laughs> uh, nothing has been confirmed or denied. Nothing. Nothing just because nothing has happened. I also I am not pushing anything. I'm just I'm just doing what I think Roman would do, and and he's a very respectful man, so I don't think he would, you know, be aggressive by any means. But I, I, I just think I honestly, it's it's kind of I like I like having her interact with him because it's uh, always good, even when it's not like here's a gift, and you know what I mean. Like, um, uh, she also hangs out with Charles quite a bit, obviously, I, you know. Yeah. Um, and then. Ever since the hotel, she has been, uh, I mean, obviously she can't hang out with Jewel because Jewel's in a completely different state, but they like FaceTime and shit. Cool. Play. Animal Crossing? Uh, I don't think Animal Crossing came out yet. Oh, yeah. Um, I was going to say Animal Crossing. Uh, it's definitely not out yet. It's definitely not out yet. <laughs> Plays Halo, Halo 3. Tetris Online. <laughs> they just play Halo 3. <laughs> <laughs> words, uh, words with friends. I, could, I, I was going to say like a Scrabble or something <laughs> online. Scrabble. That's what Scrabble online. <laughs> Monopoly online. And Apex Legends. Yeah. <laughs> I um, see them keeping it very basic and just like, okay, you know, we're just going to. It's more about the chatting than the game. <laughs> Bejeweled. Bejeweled? No, she won't play that. I'm making... <laughs> she refuses to play that Refuses one. to play Bejeweled. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But yeah, Let's those are the uh, basic NPCs Mavis hangs out with. Uh, True. Just because uh, she is a creature of habit, so same thing all the time. Yeah. Uh, let us let us see. Let us see. Okay. Uh, uh, the last question from Zeller was: They wanted to know more about Roman as a person. Things he likes and dislikes. Because they love Roman. So that's a good reason why you want to know more about Roman. Um, he is one of my personal favorites. So I am happy he is finally getting the love he deserves. So uh, let's see. Why don't we just have you get? Why don't you guys just ask? What, what kind of question? What, uh, what do you what like specifically? Do you want to know? Um, to help me narrow it down here. What is his favorite food? His favorite food? Um, I actually, I actually know this. Let me, let me get it up. I want to make sure I pronounce it right because it is a traditional dish. I, I'm gonna Google what I googled to figure it out, and that is Russian dishes. Let's is see. it not borscht? Let's see. He loves kasha. That's what it was. Kasha. Mm-hmm. It's what one of the. That? It's one of like the most common meals there. Okay, what is it? It's like a super cheap. Uh, from what I understand, from what I was reading it, it's uh, it's basically like oatmeal. Mm. But instead of it being like sweet, it's it seems to be like buttery and salty. So. Mm. Mm. Like grits. Mm-hmm. So they, like I was grits. gonna say like grits. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's not like too flavorful, um, but, uh, it, just, it reminds him of home. So he, he does love that a lot. He has uh, Rosa cook it quite a bit. So the, I mean, it, I wouldn't, it probably wouldn't even put off that much of a smell. Probably not. <laughs> no, honestly, that wouldn't be like, <laughs> wouldn't be like cooking up some spicy tacos. You know what I mean? It would or just like be like Brussels sprouts. Yeah. Or like, uh, oh. cooking up some cabbage. Oh, I hate cabbage. <laughs> Uh, but I love egg rolls, though. Anyway. Oh, egg rolls are good. Yeah, that's his favorite food. Um, his least favorite food um, is American hot dogs. American hot dogs? Why? Yes, because... I feel you. I feel you on that one. Yeah. Actually, most people hate American hot dogs. And he, he says American because he likes a hot dog, like a beef frank. He like a... Oh, yeah. But he's like specifically like the like Oscar Mayer style where it's just like a bunch of combo of meat. Yeah, processed. Uh Uh-huh. All the bits that nobody wants to eat. Yes. He just... And not because he doesn't taste good, but because he doesn't like the idea of putting something like that inside of him. So. True that. Mm -hmm. And it... Understandable. Yeah. And I know know there's like hot dogs like that all over the world, but I think it's more popular in America. It just seems like it. I don't know. Again, this is my only reference is America, so. Right. Um, but yeah, like the traditional, like, you know, like the 99 cent for eight. <laughs> eight hot dogs. I mean, yeah, I grew up eating those because it's, you know, they're cheap and affordable. Yeah, my dad used, my dad used to get like the 24 pack. I, You know what? And I'll, I'll just eat them cold. I, I love them. They would make me feel gross, but I just love them. They, I mean, it makes me feel like a kid. That and bologna sandwiches. Oops, excuse Ugh. me. A bologna sandwich is just a big ass hot dog, <laughs> but it's sliced. Oh, that's just disgusting. <laughs> I can't stand regular hot dogs like normal. Uh, and then bologna—that's just as bad. 
Uh, you ever had like a, a Chicago beef frank though? Oh, they're so, they're so good. See, good. <laughs> if, if it's like an all beef though, I, I can do that. Like, but when it's just like a regular, mm-hmm. uh, like you said, uh, yeah. See, um, I made the mistake as a kid as, as, like my mom was defrosting some hot dogs and I took some of the ice off of it and I ate it. So it's like, <gasps> oh no, hot dog, hot water. dog flavored. Yeah, exactly. It was the most disgusting and uncooked, uncooked hot dog. Ugh. Like, Icky. Ew. Yeah. I, I, since then, it's just like, oh, that taste. Can't do. Cannot do. You don't like hot dog flavored water? <laughs> nope. Introducing. Do, do, <laughs> do you not feel like you're rolling? <laughs> Chocolate starfish. And the hot dog flavored water. And the hot dog flavored water. Let's go. Can we go? Take away, Robert. Um, good job. Do you not listen uh, to Limp Biscuit? I haven't listened to Limp Biscuit willingly in like what ten plus years, at least fifteen plus years. Robert. Who's in the house? Robert, I love Limp Biscuit. Who's no, I'm sorry. In the house. <laughs> I actually own their physical albums. That's how much I like Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit. Um, is I never, in I never the own them. Never picked them up when when they were like coming out or anything. Nope, just <laughs> no. Thank you. I get it. I no, totally get you. it. I totally get it. <laughs> I listened to Limp Bizkit as a child, so it was one of my edgy teen bands. I liked. Uh, they weren't even popular anymore. I just liked them because um, <laughs> this was like two thousand nine. So uh, let's see. Other things. Let's see. He likes to work out. Um, he. He, um, so he is good with weapons. He doesn't like them per se. Um, he enjoys hanging out with Draz and Abraham and Dee Dee. Um, he likes to help people and teach people things. Uh, we saw that recently when he helped Mavis, uh, train. Um, let's see. He hates, he dislikes and hates the unknown. Um, from what you know, it's a lot of damage to them. Him over the years, not just with his girlfriend, his previous girlfriend. Um, let's see what else. What else? What are the things you we we want to know? Like, we we're just gonna talk about his general backstory, how he came to hate the unknown. Sure. And he's he's from Russia, so yes, he is from Russia. Um, I. Let me pull up my thing here. I can't remember his exact age because I don't want to. I don't want to pull a, a Grim Encounters China thing and <laughs> totally fuck up everything. Fuck up because, an entire timeline. Because I, One I, of the most important times in Chinese history. Because not, we fucked it up. Not that I was ign- we were ignorant and didn't know. It's that we were just we just had a dumb moment and just said the, literally the wrong year. Um, let's see. Let's see. Character. Which one is? I think it's this one. You shouldn't be reading this, by the way, Christiana. So. I cannot see. I do not have my glasses on. Uh, it's not this one. Because I have two sheets. I have these, like, NPC thing for everyone to look at. And then I have one for me that has everything filled out. So, like, all the stuff they don't know. Um, and I need to update it real bad. Because, like, Roman isn't even in uh, the right place. Uh, let's see. Um, Roman is 32 years of age. Uh, let's see. 
Um, from what you guys understood, I'm trying to remember what you guys know and what you guys haven't. Not that he hasn't told you or anything. You just we haven't you haven't asked him in the show. Uh, so he worked for the Russian government. Um, I always forget the name of the Russian CIA equivalent. I literally always forget it. Um, but he worked for that. KGB. KGB. Thank you. He worked specifically for that. Um, and you know that he worked on things where he was basically like an assassin. Um, you didn't dive into it where it was like people or monsters or whatever. Um, because he does have all the, that tattoo on his arm, starting at his bicep, that has all of his confirmed kills on it. I don't know if you guys remember that. Briefly. Mm-hmm. Yes, because his arms are just covered in like, like he has like the, the sickle and sword, right? That's sickle and hammer. Sickle and, ha- sickle and hammer um, on his, le- his left arm, his left bicep, that is extremely faded. Um... And then he has on his right, he has like the tally marks that he gets tattooed every time of a confirmed kill. He didn't specify what that means. So, and uh, he said that he hasn't been back to Russia in like, I think he said like five to eight years. Like it's been a while. Um, He was a very young man working in the government. Um, And then something happened. Something terrible happened, he said. And he was forced to flee the country and all of his family was is all of his family and extended family was murdered by he just said the russian government um and then he came to america and he met that the one of the victims jessica yes and she kind of helped him see love again um and then when she was murdered and he found out it was an unknown. Um, his uh, anger and hatred kind of grew for them. So that's why he doesn't like the unknown specifically. Um, yeah, we you guys haven't dove into like what exactly happened there. I have it all in my brain. So whenever you guys want to ask him, you can. And I'm sure Zeller and Skittle Kitty would uh, would love to know more because they both asked about Roman. So. Yeah, that that's how he got involved with the unknown. Anything else you want to know about Roman? What's his favorite color? His favorite color? Adidas black. <laughs> that is a very specific <laughs> kind of black because it's yes. kind of shiny, uh-huh. and then it's like also kind of matte. <laughs> it's like an in between. And like a semi-luster. Yeah. Um, so uh, Skittlecootie mm-hmm. wants to know more about Grim backstory. Mm. Um, and we are, I do plan on doing uh, the backstory episode for him eventually. And I'll, I'll probably have Robert help out and even Anna if she wants. And it won't be a traditional episode where we like do a, probably do a case by any means because he doesn't. In my head, he doesn't seem like a very like uh, active field member, right? Uh, so it'd be it'd probably be kind of like in an audio drama style. I was kind of feeling like that. I don't know what you two thought. Ooh, that sounds like fun. Uh, it yeah, sounds it like sound a lot of fun. Because um, I, I don't know if either of you listened to the patient episode I put out with Robert and I. But I, I you, yeah, I you did. 
Yeah, I ended up listening to it. Yeah. I put a lot of fun sound effects in it, and I actually went with not using music for it. I I was going to put music, and it just sounded it maybe like a backstory episode with uh, maybe how him and his husband's relationship was going, or uh, maybe moments, we, like maybe the whole like day of when it happened to him, you know? Mm. Where uh, the... I'm like afraid now, so I keep looking behind me. When the, uh, like when the ghost, you know, took his family and everything, because uh, that's what you guys do know is that like he was, his family was kidnapped and then he discovered it and he broke into the dimension or whatever and had to fight his way through everything and similar to like when you guys found the burnt up hotel or whatever. Um, one of the ways, uh, I can't remember his name, but the Captain Jeswold, Captain Jeswold would, uh, torture and kill people in the hotel was he would burn them alive and, um, it was magic fire cause it was based in the unknown. So like it wouldn't kill you as fast as firewood and it didn't produce smoke. So you didn't pass out. So basically what happened is he, um, he was like dealing with Jeswald and then Jeswald caught fire or whatever where he was. And he, I think I described Jeswald. I think I had Grim describe it at one point. Um, did I, I just told you, I described how it went, right? I'm pretty sure. A little bit. Yeah. You... Yeah. I'll just elaborate on it now since it's, it's fine. Um, uh, Morris, he crawled through fire for like he described he doesn't know how long it was but it was definitely long enough for him to lose track of time to get to his family and it was too late um and his family was already dealt with by jeswald and he i i believe i described jeswald at some point having some scar on him i i think i think it was on his face like it was half burned or something like that yeah um just with Morris's extreme will, he basically hurt the ghost, and that allowed him to escape the realm. Um, and he actually broke that mirror that he used to bring you guys back. Do you remember that? Yeah. So yeah, his body is covered in like whatever's worse than third degree burns. That's what he has. Um. It's like a magical effect. It's almost like a curse that's on him. Um, but it, it's obviously there's. It's not like a traditional curse, like you know how Wu can't speak. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like I mean, you guys know that Wu's can be broken at some point. Like you guys could, you know, deal with that. You could break that curse on him. Um. But yeah, like that's and he. He developed, I think he, I think he explained to, I think, Frank at one point that he has a phobia of not only mirrors, but his own reflection. I can't remember the name of the disorder. Um, I will Google it now just so I can, I don't miss, I don't like, I want to be respectful. Because, you know, I have, when I talk about this stuff, uh, since we dive into, you know, things of horror that doesn't really get dealt with. Like mental illness and stuff. Um, I like to put real disorders in to show that 
just because you have this disorder doesn't mean you're, you know, you're still, you could be an extremely great person, extremely, you know, you could do anything anyone else can do and you can be fantastic. So I, I like to give my characters, um, I like to show, you know, disorder, you know, illnesses. And uh, I think, I think ignoring that with horror, especially on this, on this front could be extremely damaging personally. I don't know how you two feel about that, but uh, no, I agree with that. No, I agree with you. Oh, uh, yeah, but he has a... Oh, it's called spectrophobia? Yeah. Yeah, spectrophobia. Um, and then the reflection one's a different name, but it, it's mostly the fear of mirrors ex- itself. Because um, he explained to Frank that his family was, you know, dragged through the mirror or whatever. Um, but yeah, he uh, he wears that suit um, because in, mechanically he has the... Uh, I think it's it's called like a weird appearance or strange appearance or something. Yeah, that's like a. He has a customized version of that. That base it's basically like three times the value of that perk that uh, drawback. Mm. Um, because he has such a his appearances is like so um, destroyed. Like I mean I don't like you don't know if you've read burn victim stuff like he probably wouldn't have eyelids stuff like that like um and he so he doesn't like take his 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 uh, clothes off basically in front of people um so yeah well and it's been so long he wouldn't have to wear his like compression suit or anything anymore probably i think when he took his glove off i canonically said that it was like like an active burn wound yeah so it's he would probably wear the he would probably have a compression suit under at all times because I remember when he, he like, took his glove off for Frank, and then he took another glove off. Yeah. And it was, like, his skin was, like, black and, like, had, like, the red lines in it, you know? Like it was fresh. Uh-huh. So, That's uh, imagine that horror. Every time I think about it, it freaks me out a little bit. How did my brain come up with that? Don't know. What's wrong with me, Christiana? <laughs> I... I I hope that's enough about about Graham. I mean, I don't want to spoil too much, really. Yeah. Because uh, we have to canonically find it. You know, so like the the show's called Grim Encounters, right? And there's a there's a Doctor Morris Grimm Woods uh, Woodsgate Woodsgate, right? Austin has never made the connection in his brain. <laughs> but it's called Grim Encounters, and the main character is not Grim. No, that one of the main NPCs is Grim, and he, it, the episodes start out with him interviewing you. Oh yeah, that makes sense. So it's like the Grim encounters is like his rendition of what happened. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I didn't purposely do that. I don't know if you guys purposely did that, but I thought that was intentional. Same. I was just <laughs> Wait, like, was okay, it? so it's Grim encounters, and this guy Grim is like. Like the narrator of the story, almost. No, I just like I just like the name Grim. What happens if Grim dies? What do we do? I don't know. He, he can never die. I'm such an idiot. We can have a ghost in PC. Why am I in charge? Why am I in charge of this podcast? I, uh... 
maybe god I, I looked so i probably looked so smart like they're like they're like oh look at that it's all it all comes together it maybe wasn't. maybe it wasn't. maybe when dr grim dies maybe maybe dr grim is isn't just like a title or like it you know it can be passed on you know it's it's not just a person it's a title so yeah. you meant to say yeah kind of like batman or are like a joker you know like the sure. joker name yeah Sure. I mean, I have all power to make him never die, so. That's true. Um, he could be cursed to live forever. That would be something, wouldn't it? Uh, let's see. How about this? Is there... What is... Um, outside of from your characters, as Robert, who is... Let's see. Who are your three favorite... Or just even... Who are your favorite NPCs that you've uh, we've dealt with? Um, well, that's definitely going to be my friend, uh, <laughs> Todd and Dee, just cause they're my friends. Um, I don't know. I, I actually like talking to Grimm cause like try to throw him a curveball every now and then, which I think I've successfully done a several times. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. A lot. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've given up half of my questions for Grimm because it just I get a question in my head and then he's like what's your question and I'm like uh I literally don't remember so goodbye right right. I'm the same I'm like um I kind of had something but now I don't remember what that was uh yeah so but I like talking to Grimm um I don't know I I mean I kind of like them all in their own way for different reasons but like those are the ones that stand out to me yeah and is there is there some let's say like some npcs like of the base that you that you as a player want to want to find a chance to to interact with more it could be ones that you already do interact with that you just want more with or like a specific npc that you feel that would be fun to role play with wesley with them okay so i should have said this before too dax is another person i really like interacting with and i want to interact with him more he he's one of my favorites too. I, I enjoy talking to him. I don't I don't know if there's really anybody else. Maybe Sarah too, because she's kind of out there. Yeah, I like her. But like, yeah, you're, yeah, that should be that's about it. You're definitely one of Sarah's favorites, if not the only favorite. <laughs> um, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, it's like you. It's like you and like I wouldn't say Mavis. Mavis doesn't really talk to her because she doesn't do art stuff. Um, but for you and Frank specifically are like the only people who don't treat her different. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're not like unsettled with how her mannerisms. Um, and I think she appreciates that. Uh, I know Mavis, you just really haven't got a chance to, so it's not like you actively do anything. Yeah. And I wouldn't say any of the NBCs are actively rude to her by any means. I no, just think, no. I mean, I just think it's especially hard for someone like Charles to talk with someone that is, I mean, she's extremely mentally ill. Yeah. Uh, well, and Charles is uh, unattuned and I thought about making Mavis unattuned as well. Yeah. Um, Just because, I don't know. He, he would give you some more points to play with too. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, uh. That means Mavis cool. would likely never interact with Sarah, like, unless she had like weird questions that, uh, you know. Yeah, uh, Sarah's cool. Um, Sarah was because when we created these NPCs, unfortunately Robert didn't get to. I mean, he's created NPCs since, like he helped with Rosa, um, and the mechanic, and um, 
Todd, obviously, and a, and a, and a couple others. Um, but like originally, when we we went to character creation, one of the books suggests when you build your HQ because you build the HQ like a character. Um, and I want to get into this someday. I want to kind of talk mechanically with me and me and Derek sit down and just kind of talk about HQ building because it's really fun. Like that was one of the most fun things about character creation is like everyone we made our characters at the table, like all four of us, all three of us did. Um, Branson, Derek, and and Anna. They made their characters. Um, and then I pulled a piece of paper and I said, all right, let's make the HQ. And Derek's knew about this just because he is a rules guy, so he kind of read ahead. Um, and I remember seeing Anna and Ransom being like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? And, <laughs> we got to do it. <laughs> and we sat down and like you pick from th- uh, three types of HQs and they picked Lost Chapter, which is fun. Um, and it came with a perk and then... The book suggested to make a, have everyone may help make an NPC. Um, so I believe Ranson helped make Sarah. Yeah, he he helped make Sarah because he wanted a Sarah Connor like character. Um, and I said we can't call her Sarah Connor. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like that's kind of why she's like kind of like has like the army aesthetic, like she wears the hat and like, um, you know she's very eccentric and you know like strong willed and stuff. Um, and then I added like, like my, my spin on it. Um, I can't remember who did you, you remember who you helped make? Charles. Absolutely. Oh yeah, I made Charles. Yeah, Charles did. is my all-time favorite. I fucking yeah. I love him. Yeah, I'll ask you those questions too. Don't worry. Uh, don't worry. I'll talk uh, about Charles. And yeah, you helped make Charles, and I think Frank helped make. I want to say, I want to say Richard. Richard. Um, and then. I threw out. I I put Dax. I was like, let's do Dax and Naomi. Those are the two I threw out there, and we all we all created those core five. Um, and then a few weeks later, I think it was like episode six or seven. That's when uh, Robert joined the show. Um, so he unfortunately didn't get to help with that, but we still made his character. We all made his character together with us still. So yeah, yep. Um. Yeah, that that is fun. It is a fun. That was a fun aspect making the HQ. Uh, it helps it make feel. It helps feel alive. I've never played a game where the players make non-player characters. Um, I think that's why the our our HQ feels so alive. Um, I think it does help that I have just insane voices, just an insane number of voices I can do. <laughs> I think that helps differentiate them. <laughs> um, all right, so I'll pass the question back to Mavit to uh, Anna slash Mavis. Um, who are your like top? let's say uh, three favorite NPCs. Uh, Charles is definitely my favorite NPC. Not just because I created him, just because when I think of him, I picture Aiden Gillen. Um, And if you don't know who that is, it's Littlefinger from Game of Thrones. Yes. Um, Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see, my other favorite characters. Uh... While you're thinking, uh, Littlefinger, I'm Littlefinger. Charles is like uh, and I kind of twisted him I made him like like this weird fuck child of like little finger in James Bond yeah definitely um, and granted my only knowledge of James Bond is from Austin Powers so, <laughs> <laughs> which I know it's like a satire so like a lot of the tropes are similar it's and, just, and as far as we know he's not as like evil and fucked up as little finger as, oh, yeah, as far as we know for sure yeah as far as you know yeah, as far as you know. Because I feel like 
I mean, I don't know any information on Charles. I feel like Mavis knows information on Charles, but I don't know <laughs> what she knows. You also don't ask. I no don't, one asks anything. No one asks. But I feel like she wouldn't have to ask because she knows already, <laughs> but she hasn't bothered to ask for other people. Um. Any? What? Who else then? Uh. I also like um. Doctor uh, Rosenberg is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, I like him a lot. I would like to interact with him more. I think he's a fun character. He's fun. Yeah. He. It's a weird because obviously all the characters, all the NPCs are horror tropes, right? Um. You know, like Charles is like the the mysterious spy slash you know mysterious guy. Um, like, uh, Draz is, like, the religious cowboy, like, <laughs> Frank's, Frank's a fucking preacher, for God's sakes, like, um, <laughs> Wesley's, like, the, the guy who, you know, like, the, the, the bleeding heart of the group, like, he's like, let's, we gotta protect, we gotta save this, you know, this person. And Mavis is the white girl. Well, Mavis, Mavis is, like, the outdoorsy person who, um, saves everyone with clutch moments, you know what I mean? True. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then you know, like Naomi's like the ex army person, and like, uh, like you know, there's all these tropes, right? Like, and I, I I'm happy that that's we kind of went with the campy style because we all picked a style too when we created an HQ. Yeah, uh, we kind of wanted to go with like campy gore horror kind of, um, just because we're all kind of goofballs. So it was nice to almost like a almost like a scary movie vibe but not but, like scary movie yeah like scary movie vibe but not like humor isn't its goal yeah it's just like happened like kind of almost like a fucked up scooby-doo <laughs> yeah um but yeah um rosenberg i did you do you have any others uh i i would i want to say that rosa rosa is i don't know i something about her i just really like her she's a sweetheart just one we need to talk to more. Yeah. yeah, we don't know literally a single thing about her except that her name is Rosa and she can cook anything you tell her to cook. Yeah, well, in her, on her application, it said that she fought off a chupacabra. Oh, remember? Oh yeah, that's, that's, she, right. that's I, right. I believe she's. I think I made her from Mexico City. That's right. Yeah, that's right. She's like. That her, sounds about right. She's like originally from Mexico. She's lived in the U.S. for like twenty years or whatever. But yeah, Rosa's great. Mm-hmm. I like her. Uh, I'd say those are my top three NPCs. Yeah, the ones we don't interact with very much. Uh, and who, who, what is another NPC that you wish you Mavis would enter wants to inter- find a reason to interact with? Uh, I wish I found more reasons to interact with. Uh, maybe Richard. Richard. I feel like nobody really inter. I mean, Frank interacts with Richard, but that's because they're both like old. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, I feel like nobody actually interacts with Richard. He gives us our case and he kind of hobbles away into his office and then we don't see him again until the next case. Yeah. And yeah, that's about right. Yeah, you guys don't know terribly too much about him. You don't know, like, his family or, like... I mean, you know he seems to be an alcoholic. Because um, every time I describe him, he's drinking whiskey. Yeah. You know? Um, he's got a cane. Yeah, he does have a cane. The familiar sound of a cane. Walking on stone. Walking on stone. Um, I... 
I think I think that's about it. I don't, I don't have any more questions for you guys. Um, yeah. I feel like we 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 talked about some stuff we haven't got to talk about. Do you guys have any questions for me? No. No, I was trying to think of some stuff that I was like, "Oh, we've covered quite a bit of it." So mm-hmm. Well, did you? did you just want to like talk about like your char- like why like how and why you made your character the way he is? Didn't I did I do that last time though? Did like you? When we had our questions, I, I don't think, remember if I did. I think so. I th- I think it did. I think you both did. Yeah. Uh, Cause yeah, when we did our first little Q and A thing. Mm. I think actually, that. I'm excited for like doing a Q and A after this uh, this whole season. That way, we can like say what we liked and didn't like, and yeah. all that good stuff, I and have like, everybody there. I feel like we've grown a lot. I mean, like this our characters. <laughs> Yes. Especially, I, I feel like Wesley has grown probably the most. I definitely focused on that a lot this season because it seemed like you guys wanted to do that more. So I kind of, I wanted to include more chances for you guys to do that. So I'm glad you guys, it, it, you guys are doing it and having fun. It seems so. Yeah, I feel like uh, sometimes <laughs> when you're not <laughs> trying to kill me. Yeah, yeah. I feel like. Uh, Mavis hasn't grown a ton, I don't think. I just am talking more this more season. She's going to grow after this case, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. I bet next episode she's going to grow a lot. Oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's hard. I feel like a lot of times when I make decisions for Mavis, everybody's like, what What in the fuck? You you know that's not what you're supposed to do. And, like, I think it's just because Mavis is so one-track mind, like... Yeah, the end the it, the way you know get to the goal and that's it and like I and I know you say that everyone questions you but can we talk about one person who never questions you and is like the biggest Mavis Dan? Can we talk about that? Who? Skittle Kitty. Oh yeah. <laughs> Every decision you make is correct. Yeah, yeah I think she said that. <laughs> I think well, Skittle Kitty said that at some point. The way I like to play her is the first thing that pops into my mind, whether it's good or bad, I just do it. Um, I don't give it any other thought. Um, and I, I think that pretty uh, plays pretty well into the awkward thing because I don't feel like I'm an awkward person. And so it's really... Don't make that face at me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm a little awkward. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, she finally admitted it. (laughs) First step to growing. Uh, First step's denial. Maybe. Um, (laughs) No, we were trying to figure out, like, what exactly made... When I was first creating Mavis, we were trying to find out exactly what made her awkward. Like, you know, (laughs) what makes her awkward and, and... Everything. Everything. You know? <laughs> yeah. And you don't have to explain anything. Yeah. I mean, you, it doesn't seem... So your choices... She, I feel like... She is who she is. That's what, that's, that's the main... I feel like we never question your decisions as a character. I think our genuine reactions to the decisions that you make as the character it, it, that, that I... are extremely justified and do not seem out of character, they're just fucking insane. And... <laughs> I don't think you should be worried that, like, oh, why are they questioning me? I think that is the reaction well, I that think, should happen. I don't think it's, like, 
I don't think they're questioning the character at all. I think they're questioning me as a player. Like, what on earth are you doing? You know, this is going to hinder our case. But, like, I can't, like, as a player. <laughs> so. As a player, I just have to let her do what she wants. I want to help you. I am like that as well. I will, I will pick, I will make choices for my characters I create when I'm playing them. Again, when someone's DMing for me, I will make, I will make choices for characters that will hinder me as a player. I like to be challenged. I will make decisions during like a tense moment that I know I shouldn't make as a player, but I know that my character will do it. So that's what they are going to do. And I have got the same reactions you have in my D and D group of like 10 years where we've done something and my character is like, no, I do this. And they're like, but no, don't do it. And I'm like, I can't, I did it. <laughs> like I feel that really came to head when we were at the camp and I did the running thing. I will never forget that. And <laughs> it's because it's it's really the first thing my brain said. I was in like an awkward situation. I was panicking and my brain said, run. And I it was like, okay, I'm gonna run. <laughs> and you ran into the wrong cabin. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Twice. <laughs> Twice. So my, my bad. <laughs> I, I I don't I've that like during the game that freaked out the villains. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's kind of why when they attacked you it was a little bit rushed. Yeah. I think that really tripped them up. <laughs> Because it was uh, one of the most unpredictable things in the world. And you just deadpooled them, basically. That's what you did. Um, yeah, I literally had no other reason to do that except my brain said run, and so I ran. Yeah, uh, and I was trying to make—I was trying to seem suspicious for other reasons than what I that was, no one knew. That no one knew. <laughs> that your own teammates didn't know. So your own teammates that you knew weren't the werewolves. Oh God. Um. But yeah. Okay. Well. I th- I think that that's it. Honestly, I, I think yeah. we're good. Um. We went through all of the questions. Uh. Thanks to Ziller and Skittle Kitty on our Discord for giving us some fun answers, helping us stir up the conversation a little bit. Uh. So I added to our. Uh, episode what we need to do is the grim backstory and a sexy musical so we will get that done Uh, (laughs) i'm i'm nervous now (laughs) i I changed my mind i don't want to be janet anymore i want to be dr scott okay um we're not doing an exact we're not just gonna do the fucking parkour picture musical christiana (laughs) it's so good um so yeah we're gonna try and record again next sunday <laughs> so we'll try and get derek's here and uh you know robert's still remote remote so it's uh not hard to get him yeah on so uh and by that point our, our little where we record will be all set up so and we'll get back to doing regular case episodes because i i really want to get back to the show because uh this season has been really fun and i want to throw more terrible creatures at you so and we kind of left on like a little bit of a uh, what's going to happen now. It's yeah. like yeah, right. Kind of fearful, honestly. Yeah, I think we kind of hit a wall a mm. little bit. 
No, you didn't. You had a bunch of clues. No. And I know we had a bunch of clues, but like... And Robert and uh, Wesley got ran into the ballerina girl. Yeah. Face to face with her. That's a, that's a little freaky. She is supposed to be very freaky. She makes me think of the Skyrim vampire girl. Kind of, except not an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't the Skyrim vampire girl, like, aged in her head? I mean, she was stuck in, like, a child's body, but she was, like, 400 years old. Yeah, no. It does not seem that she's like that. It seems she's, like, an eight-year-old that's immortal. <laughs> Imagine that horror. <laughs> Being eight forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, well, I think that's what we're going we're gonna to call it then. Uh, thanks for listening. I'm sorry. Thanks for listening. Thanks for submitting questions. Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, we just hit 4,000 listens today, so that's cool. Ooh. Ooh, nice. Um, no, it's not a, not a crazy high number, but I never thought we would hit 4,000 ever, so that's awesome. Uh, so thanks for, for getting us there, everyone, and uh, we're going to keep trying to spoop you. So I guess uh, thanks, Tana, for making that intro and outro music yeah uh, i'm gonna thank tim for letting us use his lovely music even though it might not be in this episode but thanks for letting us use it uh, i'm proud to be a patron uh you can join his patreon with the link below please do it he's a lovely creator a wonderful person um, check out his stuff it goes good with on anything he has like sci-fi stuff horror stuff fantasy stuff regular stuff check it out it's awesome uh, and then there's he has like sound pads you can use too um they're not uh, under a free license so we can't use them um but you can use them in like your campaigns and stuff for free like if you're just like having a like a home game uh, they're really cool there's a bunch of themes um but anyway follow us on twitter to get updates about the show uh we retweet other shows all the time to help spread the, the lovely community um what else join our discord for the love of goodness join the discord it's fun uh, it's fun we got got a couple lovely spoopies in there that talk away we talk about stuff um you get you can watch the process of zeller create sweet dice yeah it's been fun watching them uh try and make dice um they're so pretty they are they're awesome um also i i recently learned that um uh cactuses are more related to trees than bushes courtesy of zeller as well zeller I, their name's jay but they said call them zeller now so i'm just going off their discord name so we're gonna, I'm gonna keep calling them zeller oh <laughs> um, but yeah so hop in there hop onto our twitter we have an instagram that i haven't posted on in a year and a half join that too um we just moved into <laughs> a new house we got a sweet new recording space Hell so yeah. we are set to bet and whenever, floors. whenever quarantine stops, Robert can come see it. Um, yes. Well, when it's done, we'll have to send him pictures, and then I'll have to like Photoshop him in to the picture with us very poorly. <laughs> very poorly. Yes, like him looking the wrong direction and like a different way, like way too small. <laughs> <laughs> or just get like a stock photo of the back of somebody's head and put it in there and be like, "That's him." <laughs> a picture from like. 30 years ago like when you're like a child <laughs> oh, please right. don't do that <laughs> alright I want you guys 
I want you spoopies to keep listening to the show. I want you to open up Google. I want you to type in shoe boy and I want you to click the first picture and I want that to be what you see in your dreams tonight. Stay spooked. Alright, I'm gonna do that real quick. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, let's, I'm gonna, hopefully it's not porn. I really hope it's not shoe porn. Shoe boy? Yeah, shoe boy. <laughs> shoe boy. It's, it's just shoes. It's just a shoe. Um, I'm not, here we go. This is, that's all I got. (laughs) Shoe boys. (laughs) Well, they're going to see a lot of shoes tonight. (laughs) 